Hello there, Waterloo Road fans, and welcome to your latest interview special episode of the podcast. My guest this week is Anna Jabate, who played Ruth Kirby in Series 6 of Waterloo Road. I had a delightful time catching up with Anna on Zoom. We spoke about everything Ruth Kirby. We spoke about the Moors. We spoke about worldliness. We spoke about her adorable scenes uh, with uh, Kel Spellman. Uh, she tells a great anecdote about working with the almighty Philip Martin Brown. It's a great chat and I look forward to uh, you hearing it. We will be back with normal service next week, looking at episode one of series seven and getting into the latest run of Waterloo Road there. Uh, but I would also like to tell you before we get started with this interview about our Patreon page. It is a subscription service where you can get access to extra content, including this very interview. If you head over to the Patreon page now, you will get an extra 15 minutes of me talking to Anna in which we go through the quickfire Patreon Q&As. And if you do go to the Patreon, you can get extended versions of every cast member interview I have ever done, as well as our reviews of other school-based shows, our in-depth looks at particular Waterloo Road characters, and the Waterloo Road Awards we will be doing the second half of Series 6 very soon indeed. And I would like to thank those of you who have already subscribed to the Patreon. So thank you to Lottie Smith, to Eve to Eliza, a.k.a. at Waterloo X Road underscore on Instagram. Thank you to Emily Berry, to Sarah Mython, to Joe Buckle, to Natalie, who is Natalie the Book Reader on Instagram. Thank you to Lucy, to Claudia Graham, to Tom Percival, to Georgia Leah, a.k.a. the Avocado Bath on both Instagram and TikTok. Thank you to Hannah Louise, who would like to shout out NHS Mental Health Services. Thank you to Mel, to Dylan Gover, who is at Dylan S. Gover on TikTok. Thank you to Matthew Kumar. And finally, thank you to Maddie. Your continued support is much appreciated. And if you would like to join that list of shout outs, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Waterloo Road pod. And now without any further ado, let's listen to my interview with Anna Jabate. I'll play in a brief clip of her in action as Ruth Kirby, followed by the interview. And of course, if you want more from Anna, just head over to the Patreon, which again is patreon.com slash Pod. Let's get on with it. What, Ruth? Yes, Ruth Kirby. Yes, Ruth. What? Catch me in the ride. And what is the problem with that one? It's just a teenage boy's silly fantasy. The protagonist is just a loser, and we're supposed to think it's so profound. Spoiler alert. Don't ruin the ending. It's not that kind of book, really. You probably won't get it. Oh. Hi, Anna. It's lovely to have you on the podcast. Hi. Lovely to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, for agreeing to do this. It's always good to, to have cast members come and uh, take a, a trip down Waterloo Road memory lane. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's fun. <laughs> I mean, just broadly, how do you kind of feel about your time on the show, looking back at it? I mean, amazing. Like, I always look back at it with fond memories. Um because it was so long ago now, I hate to admit that to people. I'm like, oh yeah, it was only <laughs> like what five years ago. No, it was it was a whole. Uh, I started filming for that in 2009, so it's a whole like 13 years ago now. Something like that, 12, 13 years ago. So yeah, um, definitely look back on it with like super fond memories. Um, great experience all round I was a huge fan of the show beforehand like 
um, I'd already watched all five series religiously um, up until that point. So yeah, I was just, I couldn't believe that I was then going to be part of my favourite show. Lovely. <laughs> I mean, I was interested to ask about that because obviously, you know, a lot of the actors playing the kids were a bit older, but you were yeah. pretty much playing your age. And so you were right in the target audience for the show already. Yeah, yeah, it was it was so weird. Like, yeah, I was one of the youngest cast members. I think me and Shannon probably were the youngest, actually, of the core cast. Because um, we were, yeah, we were both 13, 14, playing 13, 14. Um, so it was always, it was always fun. <laughs> we were like the little kids there. Um, but yeah, like my first day... Um, going to the read through and stuff, I was just kind of like, oh, oh that's all like just me. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was, I was, it took me, I think, thinking back on it, probably a few weeks to actually like get out of the whole ah, starstruck phase. <laughs> I, I never said that to her. I was playing it cool, you know, as cool as a 13 year old can play it at the time. Like, like, <laughs> I think I was playing it cool. Now I say that, I probably really wasn't. But um, yeah, there's there's very much a ceiling on how cool you can be at 13, isn't there? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was probably like running around like a mad woman, just being really giddy. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, got to be professional. You know, these are my work colleagues now. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it was great. And like, obviously, at that time, everyone at my school was watching it, so it was just really weird to actually be part of it. Yeah, because I guess by the time you were joining, like Waterloo Road was properly a thing. Mm-hmm. It was an established show, been running for like you say five years, so it was, yeah. it was a big deal. Yeah, and like I can't remember when they went from like ten episodes to twenty, but obviously mm. it was even that. Like the whole shoot was I think eight months long, so it was just a big, big thing to be a part of. Um, and yeah, I guess it's. I suppose I didn't think much of it then because it was I'd done one job previous to that but still it was only a couple of months before I got Waterloo Road so I was still very new to the industry so I guess it was quite nice to have that naivety because apart from the weight that I carried with thinking about the show and how big I thought it was I didn't actually think about anybody else like seeing it or it being popular and also like social media and stuff wasn't as big a thing back then so there wasn't all the pressure that maybe there will be now that it's coming back or with other big shows that come out. So it was quite nice to just do it and just have fun. Yeah, no, it's true. Because we, we often talk about it, maybe like just before social media became like massive. Because mm-hmm. like obviously there are, th- you know, things that happen in your series, particularly with Jonah, yeah. where there would be there would be discourse now as they say if, if those things were to happen I mean there's so much that happened that, that they don't, <laughs> I don't think the new series is gonna have I don't think well I'm sure they're still gonna push the boundaries of, of the storytelling but there's so much now that they could just not get away with um doing or that just made no sense <laughs> <laughs> well one of the things we love about watching the show um I don't know if it always comes across with Luke but one of the things that we love about the show is its willingness to just try yeah like it just takes risks and it you know it just goes for it but it, it people look like people 
didn't question it then I suppose as well I don't know why people just were like fed these storylines and they were like yeah 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 like this is this is it like and I remember I mean I know it didn't happen I don't think in our series but I do remember like previous years like them having to discourage actual school kids from trying some of the stuff that went on in some of the storylines I was like whoa it was influential times (laughs) yeah crazy it was because it, it's strange, like kids now, you don't really like think about it because the idea now of a kid sitting down at eight o'clock on a Wednesday night or whatever it was to like yeah. sit and watch the same show every week feels like crazy. Alien, yeah, it's not, it's before, obviously Netflix was a thing, but I feel like Netflix was a thing where you rented DVDs like Blockbusters and yes, then yeah. like, got sent to your house. Like it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't what it is now. No. Yeah, streaming services. Even BBC iPlayer was only just about as good as it got. <laughs> like, yeah, that well, was even then, catch up, not yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it was just what was on TV in the last seven days, wasn't it? Yeah, at that time, re- you, if you missed it, you get a chance yeah. to rewatch it. So, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was, I like that though, because they're around the same. I mean, I think Doctor Who it came back in 2005 as well. I think they feel like yes. they both came back the same year. So, well, not came back, what we read was created that came back, but um. Yeah, that used to be like my week. It'd be like Wednesday night, Waterloo Road. Sat- was it Saturday night with Doctor Who or something? Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was me sorted. I was like happy, happy as. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it's crazy. It's- you know, we've got we've got Waterloo Road coming back, and then we've got Russell T Davis doing Doctor Who again. It's like it's like it's the mid noughties are back. <laughs> it is. We're back in two thousand and five, and I'm not yeah. mad. I'm not mad. No, at it. not like, me. It's great. <laughs> Those were very, very fond times for me. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, how did getting the part then happen for you, g- given that you were so early in the industry at the time? Well, I just think I was just really, really lucky, like un- <laughs> unfairly so. I actually, people ask me that all the time, and I, I genuinely don't have to answer. I think a lot of right place, right time. Um, I've, I've been going to a, a theatre school that had an agency attached, and... I'd kind of joined there with the idea that I wanted to be an actor. I didn't really know what that meant. I joined when I was about 12 and then I got to 13 and they were like, well, let's sign you. Blah, blah, blah. My mum like went through the whole thing of, because even then it's like my mum did most of the legwork. I just kind of had to show up to things and <laughs> not mess up. But um, yeah, she obviously did everything she needed to do. We had headshots done, this, that, the other. And then I had my this is why I say it's it's luck because I wish I had this story of how like it was it was you know I had to do all this stuff and this and that and I, honestly I just fell into this without even realizing what was going on because I I had my first ever audition and I was terrified I think my grandparents took me I nearly started crying I was like I can't do this why am I here I don't know what I'm doing blah 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 I think I'd seen some of the some people that I recognized from like TV shows that were also yeah. there. So I was like, what's going on? <laughs> so I, I did the audition and somehow booked the job. I was like, oh, this is fine. This is great. <laughs> but then I filmed, I was only like a, it's like a, a, a guest role in a, a new BBC drama that they were doing. So I did one episode, which was maybe a few days over a couple of weeks in the summer while I was off school. So I did that, and then a couple of months down the line, it was about October, September, October, just as I'd gone back to school, that's when the Waterloo Road audition came through. 
I was like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> whoa, this is, this is it. This is, this is it. I need to get this. And um, I did the first audition. I think I was just quite confident, like with no, absolutely no business being confident at all, because I had no experience really, apart from a few acting classes as a kid, but like, I don't know, maybe that's what it was. And they were like, oh, you know, she'd be able to actually do the job. And like, you know, sometimes that's what it is as well, especially as a kid. You don't want to put pressure on the like a, a child that's not going to be able to take it. So maybe I just had this really weird disposition that was like, <laughs> oh, well, she can do it. So the first audition went really well. I was really happy. They kind of like, they don't really normally give much away, but in that one, they were like, yeah, this was really good. You did really well, blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah. in the bag <laughs> again, absolutely no business being this self-confident. <laughs> and then I did the recall and it was like polar opposite and they gave nothing away. They just kind of like nodded and was like, okay, thank you. And I was kind of like, yeah, that's got to be tough as a 12, 13-year-old. Thank you. It was, you would have thought, it's really embarrassing to look at now, and I do laugh at it, but my nana had taken me, my nan, bless her, she'd taken me to Manchester on the train. So on the train home, I just, I had my head on the table and I was sobbing, sobbing my heart out because I didn't understand what was happening. My nana had seen a friend of hers that she, like, knew from home who was trying to like speak to me and I was just this inconsolable <laughs> mess I wouldn't talk to anyone I was like God, <laughs> and I was just like I was just in bits and it, it's so embarrassing now um because I just thought I've messed it up I didn't know what I'd done I, I wasn't used to it and because I'd had so much like positive feedback the first time around I was like uh, I must have that must have been awful yeah um and then I had to wait and wait and wait and wait for a while. And I kept getting feedback from my agent saying, no, you're still in the mix. They still liked you. You've been shortlisted. You've been shortlisted again. You're now down to the final two. I was like, what? what is going on? <laughs> I think it was maybe like, again, my memory is a bit sketchy. It could have been a, it could have been a week, but in my like little <laughs> 13 year old brain, it was like two months past. I think it was about three or four weeks. And then I finally got the call saying that I booked it. And that was, they were like, what are you doing for the next like eight months? And I was like, I don't know, going to school, why? <laughs> they're like, no, you're not, you're filming what we read. I was like, oh. <laughs> it was just there. Yeah. I'll never forget that moment. I, well, my mum took the call and then passed me the phone, obviously, because they didn't, I didn't have a, I didn't have my age. No. <laughs> um, and yeah, and that's what happened. And I was just like, yeah, buzzing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, how does that work with school if you're having to take eight months to, to film this show? So I know some cast members had troubles with their schools. Hmm. Um, one I know actually moved schools, I think, as a result of, of them not being supportive of filming. Um, but my school, my mum just went in. I think she had, again, my mum was doing all the legwork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of it work permits anything that she had to do like I just I didn't do a lot apart from um but yeah I think what happened was my mum went in and had a meeting with the headmaster and just like look she's booked this job like she has to do it but we want to we don't want to be difficult we want to make it work for everyone so is there anything any way we can accommodate her blah 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 I was in year nine 
So at the end of year nine, you pick your options to yeah. then go and study for GCSE. So my mum made like, I said that what I wanted to do was really concentrate on the, the subjects, like the core subjects, like maths, English, science, whatever, and the ones that I knew I was going to pick to study. And then probably if it was okay, like drop off a little on the others. Cause I was always kind of quite clever anyway, and they knew they could trust me. So what I used to do was there's a tutor on set and you had to do, I can't remember how long a day it was, but you had to do a certain amount of tutoring on set. And then we had a, um, and then I would go to school when I wasn't filming. So I was still in school. So say if I was filming three days, if I was filming like full week, then obviously I'd have a full week off. But any day that I wasn't filming, basically I went to school still. So it was quite intense, but I loved, like I wasn't complaining at that age. I was just like yeah. living my best I guess life. it must've been interesting at that point being at school as well, because obviously you're doing it, but no one's seen it yet. So it's not like you're like yeah. the celebrity in school or anything. No, 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 definitely not. And <laughs> even, I mean, where I don't know what it, I think Blackpool in general is where I'm originally from. You, you don't, no one cares what you're doing. You're very <laughs> humbled very quickly. Like there was no opportunity for anyone that everyone, which I, I'm not saying in a bitter way. It was just like, yeah, people would ask you. You were like, where's the red carpet? <laughs> Literally, probably in my like little overly confident head. No, I actually quite liked that no one was weird around me. And these are people that I've known for years. A lot of them I yeah. went to primary school with. Even the people that I'd only met at high school, we'd already done three years of school together. Like, people were interested and thought it was cool but like yeah when I was everyone had their own dramas or whatever going on yeah. like they wouldn't be like oh so what were you doing at filming this week or anything like that like everyone was talking about what how a party was going on at the weekend or yeah. whatever was going on so yeah it was it was nice because it wasn't super overwhelming so yeah good balance <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And I think that's what you want, isn't it? To to yeah. sort of keep keep your feet on the ground in a way, even though you're you're doing this really cool thing. Yeah, hundred percent. hundred percent. Absolutely. And so when you're like going into this role as like as a teenager, I guess how much process is there on your part in sort of creating a character? Or are you just kind of being yourself in a way? Yeah, again. As a child actor with so little experience at that time, mm. I obviously didn't know what process was yes. I, I mean sometimes that's good though because sometimes they're just looking for you to just feel it and I think with Ruth I just just felt it like I I was just acting from what I was feeling from the heart I wasn't I didn't you know I didn't go off and be like okay so I'm gonna do like a backstory of my character and blah 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 blah, blah. I did think about all that stuff like especially when I was on set but I yeah I, I suppose just mentally preparing to do a good job was more of what I was trying to do rather than even thinking about the acting part. It's like, I'd just show up and then there'd be a camera and I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, those lines that you've learned, right now, okay, we're gonna act those. We're gonna, we're gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, she, was a bit, she was a bit annoying and nasty, so I found that quite easy to have. <laughs> I think what the show would say is that she wasn't worldly. Yes, that's, that was hilarious when you were talking about that. I was like, oh my God, hot house, what was it? Hot house flowers or whatever. That's it, yes. Hot, I'd forgotten about hot house flowers. Oh, <laughs> literally. What does that mean? 
Well, if anyone has listened to our podcast before, they will be going, Tom, when are you going to ask Anna about the Moors? So let's let's do it. Let's <laughs> talk about the Moors. Let's do it. Um, so I guess because it's obviously it's in your first episode, but how, where mm. did it fall in the shooting? Was it early on or was it? Yeah, it was it was early on. So we used to shoot, I think from my memory, we shot episodes one and two separately, like as a block and then you'd have blue and lilac blocks running together and one block would be doing two episodes and the other block would be doing two so you'd be shooting yeah. four at a time but i think to ease everyone in maybe because uh, it was a lot of new cast a lot of changes yeah. i think they did just run one unit for the first two episodes so yeah from like sort of end of october to breaking for christmas pretty much i think was just episodes one and two so we were filming those scenes in December. <laughs> that explains the cold. <laughs> in December. in I feel like just maybe just before Christmas. Yeah. So, and I don't know if anybody remembers the winter of 2009 slash start of 2010, but it was horrific. <laughs> there was snow until like March. So another actual little bit of information for you is that if you watch the first 10, well, no, the first six episodes, a lot of scenes are inside and there's not a lot of stuff shot in the the, the playground, playground, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, playground. Um, because they could plough the snow out of the actual set, but the houses surrounding and stuff would still have snow on the rooftops mm. and they couldn't do anything about that. And because it was supposed to be like September, <laughs> they moved a lot of the scenes that were supposed to happen outside into like the 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 hall or whatever. Um, yeah, so a lot of a lot of it had to be rewritten in, as, as inside, <laughs> not outside. So that's really funny because there are scenes in like episode eleven and twelve, so like after the Christmas break in the series. Mm where we were like, because there's snow in those scenes, but maybe mm. they were filmed when there actually was snow. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably, because I think, I think like by March, because we finished filming in May, so by March we were probably on, I don't know, like, yeah, 11, 12, 13 yeah. and stuff like that. So Because we assumed that they just, because they're, the scene, because the episodes are supposed to be taking place in January. So we yeah. assumed they'd like bought fake snow in, but maybe they hadn't. No, 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 genuinely <laughs> it would have been real slow. They had a real problem, that series, with the, the, the fact that the snow wasn't going away. Um, so, yeah. So, yes, that, the mall situation <laughs> happened in, in, in the depths of December. Um even though it was supposed to be September, which is hilarious when you think about it with the writing and stuff. Yeah. Um, you see, so I'm from the Midlands and I don't know much about Northern geography. Are there moors in Rochdale? <laughs> I don't even know which moors they're supposed to be. I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be like the... U well, actually, no, there are around Blackburn, Chorley Way. There right. are some. There is some high ground. I think that's where we filmed it. Because we filmed them in moors close back we didn't go to the yorkshire moors that's for sure <laughs> but the moors that we filmed on were definitely lancashire moors <laughs> but i couldn't tell you exactly which one probably yeah around like blackburn chorley way like just out of manchester type of thing so she went far hitchhiking i think <laughs> um, that day i don't know what she was doing the fact that she even <laughs> left the house and didn't just sit there and wait <laughs> she knew probably someone was gonna have reported a missing from school 
and where else was she going to go? But as they say, not worldly. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess it, it must have been really cool to film as one of your like first scenes because lots of actors who were in it for ages don't get a big like on location yeah. set piece like that. It's all in the school. So it's so true. And I think I definitely should have been more grateful at the time. Or, <laughs> you were just or, cold. <laughs> those shivers were hundred percent because I remember when the episode aired and my friends were like laughing at me the next day, being like, What were you doing? Like, why were you actually like that fake shivering was like just a bit much. And I was like, guys, I did not fake any of that. Like I was genuinely frozen. Um, so I complained about that a lot, a lot after it happened. And then I was like, oh my gosh, actually, I need to just like remember what I'm doing and be grateful. <laughs> but it was, it was, but it was, it was so epic. Like it was such an epic thing to film. And again, I think I, I was now I'd be so grateful, but I was just like, oh, this is just work. This is just like the storyline <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. But um, it was, yeah, it was huge. And uh, it was just so cold. It was hailstone in that night. Um, and I say night, it was probably like 5, 6 p.m. because, or 7 p.m. because it was the depths of winter. Um, so it was hailstone and they waited for the hail to stop. And then they brought me out. Uh, and I couldn't sit on anything because they were doing like wide shots. So if, if I was sat on something, they'd be able to see it. So I just have to sit on the, the sopping wet hailstone ground <laughs> in being battered, like the wind as well. You can hear and see <laughs> yeah. it whipping around. It's not a wind machine. That's just the genuine <laughs> moors being windy in December. And I, I was just getting absolutely battered. So the point where you see me where I'm like, over here is like true <laughs> um, so yeah so the hydrothermia well, probably was was real then but not in <laughs> September maybe I don't know what they're like in September we didn't go there then <laughs> but it sounds like as well as making Ruth more worldly they made Anna more worldly as well yeah the last, I, that's the first and last time I've ever been to a mall or on the mall <laughs> Of any description, actually, when I think about it, I've never been back since. So yeah, maybe maybe we'll cancel our planned trip to the Rochdale Moors. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you're gonna do it, do it now. Do it in summer. Do not yeah. go anywhere near December. Great. Well, Ruth gets some some great interactions with with various characters. She gets some brilliant scenes with Philip Martin Brown as Grantley. Yeah, that guy is a hero. What was it like working with him? Uh, he's hilarious like he's so <laughs> funny and so nice because I think I was a bit wary the first day I met him because obviously I was like, he's scary yeah I was <laughs> terrified loveliest loveliest guy sweetest <laughs> sweetest person ever um yeah he really helped me because sometimes I would get a bit overwhelmed because I had a lot you know remember Ruth was really smart and I wasn't not smart well, I've been making myself sound quite not smart now by speaking like that. But what I mean is I was quite an intelligent child, but not as intelligent as child genius Ruth. So a yeah. lot of the, the words, the, the things that I was saying were really so far removed from how I would speak or the language I would use that sometimes, especially with rewrites and stuff, which were mm. everyone's worst nightmare, um, <laughs> my rewrites would just be so much jargon that I didn't understand so sometimes I would get quite overwhelmed with like some of my scenes and 
yeah, Philip saw me getting stressed and I had a little bit of a, like, a little bit of a, a cry one time because I was like, I'm not getting it right. I don't know what to do. And everyone wants to go for lunch and I'm really sorry. Um, and he, like, yeah, he stuck a post-it note on his tie with my, like, line, like oh, really? written lines on it because I kept saying the old lines and not the new lines. So he put, he stuck it on his tie so that when they were doing my shot, I just could like glance yeah. and like read it. And he like really helped me out. And Denise was really <laughs> lovely about it as well. Because I was like, I'm really sorry, guys. I know you all want a break for lunch. <laughs> That's honestly how it is on set. Everyone yeah. just really wants that lunch break. Yeah. Well, some of your dialogue, you got to lay into Catherine the Rye for being a terrible book. And I, I identified with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she, she does kind of like get it spot on. Yeah, she does. I don't, I don't know how she... She was, she was she was before a time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also get some lovely scenes with Cal Spellman. Yeah. Um, who, who now obviously has got on to got on to really great things. Yeah. Um, what was your your bond with him like? Because the bond between between Ruth and Harry is is lovely. Yeah, we were really close actually. Um, I'd say. No, I mean, all of us were really close, but obviously because I had so many scenes with Cal, we'd we'd be in the like. Um, green room at the same time a lot of the time on set the same time a lot of the time we'd be like in tutoring together for the people were filming because we were filming our scenes together a lot of the time so yeah we we became like pretty really well not pretty close really really close um friends during the the filming um and He's just, he's so, so lovely. He was also like really quite confident, cheeky, chappy. Um, I don't know if he's mellowed a bit now. It's just always a shame because obviously at that age, it's really hard to keep in contact because everyone's yeah. so much older that they're all going out like clubbing and drinking and stuff. And you're when you're that like young, you can kind of hang out a little bit, but then you kind of go back to your own lives, especially when everyone else was still filming. So unfortunately I didn't like keep in touch with Kel. Um, but you never know, like it was such a small industry, we might end up bumping into each other one day. But um, yeah, he was super, super lovely. And we we had a really nice friendship, which was really, and it was good because you needed that, like it was such a long shoot. You needed people um, that were like family a little bit, like a little home away from home because you were spending a lot of time away from home. So yeah, really appreciative, appreciative. 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 I don't know what I'm trying to say. Really appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. And when you signed on, did you know you were just doing one series or was there a prospect of more? No, there was actually um it was it was open-ended at the time. And I remember we used to go upstairs for like production meetings with the producers. And again, like with hindsight now, I uh, you know. I didn't really know what any of that meant. Um, I always used to kind of say, I'd love to stay on, I'd love to stay on. But I remember maybe about a month before we finished, when we were doing like maybe the last four episodes or something, um, I had the meeting that they were telling me that like Ruth was going to be leaving at the end of the series along with like her whole family. And I was a bit initially a bit gutted, but... I was I was also like I did want to like do my GCSEs I was still very much like invested in in school and like 
my life at home and stuff. And I think it was actually a good age for that to happen for me to not take it too personally or like, yeah. And I had the time of my life. So I just, I just was like, okay, well, we'll move to the next thing. And yeah, so it, it wasn't, yeah, I wasn't only signed on for one, but I did find out before, it wasn't like we finished filming and then I was waiting to hear whether I was going back or not. Like we were told, um, cause that's obviously the direction that the writers wanted to go in. And also I think Ruth had, had such a big first half of the series that yeah. unfortunately the character didn't develop much further than that. Um, and it would have been nice to explore, to have explored the development of maybe if she would have made any friends or made any changes in life or, you know, just grown a bit of a personality at some point. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I, I, I was happy with what I did get to do. So, yeah. But it's interesting in those like final few episodes you're in, because obviously while it's all kicking off with, with Jonah and all of his storyline, there are yeah. bits with Ruth where she's like, I don't want to leave. I want to stay. I've made friends. And it would have been nice, I guess, to see like her relationships and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because even with like like you say with Harry and and, and Kel's character, there was always a bit of a will they won't they, and then it just kind of like died, yeah. <laughs> just kind of like stopped. And I was like, okay, um, but also we didn't actually we knew where things were going, but we were getting the episodes as they were being written like every few weeks. So even to us, like it was a surprise. Um, to, to read what was happening for the big storylines they that's what the meetings were for they'd tell you yeah. where your character was going and what was going to be happening next for you but then you'd actually read the episodes um sort of just about a week before you started filming them so yeah it was, it was intense <laughs> well you know waterloo road's coming back maybe we'll get to find out what ruth was doing <laughs> who knows never say never <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny because, like, obviously it, it ran for 10 years. Maybe it will run for, for 10 years again. I know. I mean, I'm just, I feel like I'm really just hats off to the writing team because I'm just intrigued to see, like, where the heck they go with it because I'm pretty sure they covered every subject matter under the sun in the last 10 years. So fair play and let's see what where they're going to go now because, like, it already went pretty pretty far. <laughs> yeah, well, they've, they've 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 ruined the way I wrap up these interviews because I used to ask people, you know, what would you do if Waterloo Road came back? Really? <laughs> yeah, 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 so true. I've had that a few times. Yeah. So yeah, now it's like, well, are you going to be in it? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, you are definitely going to be in it. You're going to have a major role. Uh, you're just not telling me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly that's like exactly what I'm getting at. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> all, all of episode three is set on the moors yeah. <laughs> where Ruth she's has built a life there. for herself. <laughs> she's set up shop there. She's, she's built her own home up there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting because they could even like, they could, they could give the fans a bit of a, an insight onto Jonah and Chester's storyline. All Ruth needs to do is come back and tell everyone what happened. <laughs> yeah. I think we all want to know. <laughs> I like to say, well, Actually, yeah, it's quite, quite bittersweet, really. Like she's in jail and pregnant. And they did get married. And they're married, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't very happy. No. <laughs> so no, it wasn't. Closure could be nice. <laughs> 
Brilliant. Well, before I let you go, I wanted to ask about some of your other work. If people have loved you on, on Waterloo Road, I guess, what, what's the like the job that you would ask them to like seek out to find more um, of you? Well, I'd probably just go for like the, the newest thing that I have out. So um, I just had a new show come out on Netflix that I was a part of and it, it came out in January. Uh, it's called In From The Cold. Um, I'm American this time, but still not a very nice girl. So not we've not developed from being like the cow. I'll say <laughs> that word instead. But um, I'm going to bleep it out and make it sound like you said something far worse. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it, do it. I know, right? Everyone's going to be like, "Gosh, oh, she's annoying. Bitch. She swears a lot." <laughs> um, no, she. Um, yeah, so I play an American character who's on an ice skating squad and she's not very nice. But the um, the show itself, yeah, it's called In From The Cold. It's like a sci-fi spy thriller thing. It's quite good. It's quite adult, though, so it depends how old our viewers are. Um, <laughs> they can be watching it. Like, the Waterloo Road people that, that watched me back then, like a decade ago, <laughs> would be fine to watch this now. Um, and maybe some of the younger people will make sure you... you... <laughs> have parental guidance <laughs> yeah must have been cool to do like an american job yeah i've done a couple now actually i did a film as well which is still quite adults <laughs> uh, <so laughs> remember me with brian cox from succession who's yeah absolute loveliest guy ever um really he like took me and another like another girl and like under her their, his wing and like his son was there, so we really got on with his son. And we actually went and had a holiday to their, um, and and they put us up in in Amazing. New York like a couple of years ago. And I, the last time I saw him was just before the pandemic. Um, but yeah, so that was my first American job, and then this one was um, my most recent one. So maybe that's my direction. But yeah, I'm still still acting away. Um, hopefully, going to be doing something on stage in London at the later part of this year, like autumn time. Um, but yeah, it's going all right. St- st- stage work must be exciting because it's yeah, so yeah. like, it's so like in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've always loved stage. I've just never had the opportunity to do it properly yet. Um, so that's, I've just moved to London from the North. Um, I'm a sellout, as they, <laughs> as they would all say. It's okay. all right, I'm the same. I'm the same. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm here in London now um, and that was one of my things that I said I wanted to like get into because there's just so many great theatres here so yeah I've only just I've only been here for like two months um, actually I had all my hair cut off today as well I don't know if you can <laughs> tell I mean, literally like two three hours ago and I'm donating it um, to the little princess trust so oh, that's great- lovely the kids with cancer so it was really long and now it's like you're the first one of the first people to see it um, I feel privileged yeah it's gone so I know you can't see me and you can just hear me but yeah if you go on my Instagram you can see it there and also my donation link is there shameless plug for that but it's no, for do it do it yeah it's for charity it's for charity so if you wanted to donate and support my big hair chop uh, yeah, if you go to my Instagram, there's a link in my bio with the uh, donation link. Don't give loads and loads and loads. Just if you can afford it, just give something and it just helps them actually make the hair into a wig because it costs £550 the process to do that. So yeah. giving the hair is one thing, but I wanted to 
try and help make sure that they actually can make it into something as well. <laughs> well, Anna, Anna's being nice, but if you can afford to give loads and loads, please do give <laughs> yeah, loads and loads. <laughs> Doing that, I'm like, I'm like, I'm the worst person. Like, I could not work for a charity. I'd be like, you don't have to, but if you just like could, like, a, a pound is like fine. But if you can't even afford a pound, just like, thank you for listening. Like, they don't want me. <laughs> They're like, give us all your money. Uh, the last thing I always like to say is uh, offer you an opportunity to to give a message to the Waterloo Road fans, the the old oh. fans and and the new fans. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I appreciate. Everyone who's still, you know, been there since the start. Um, anyone who's supported me, said nice or not nice things. Either <laughs> way, I'm really grateful for the fact that you've you've watched it and like, you know, if if it's not nice things, I did a great job, and that's that's the main <laughs> thing. And if it was nice things, I really appreciate people taking the time to support. Um, people taking the time to rewatch and like relive what we loved creating for you guys. Um, and then to the new fans that maybe hadn't seen it before it came back on iPlayer or are just watching it now that there's going to be a new series or future fans who watch the new series and think, Oh, I'm going to watch the old ones. Um, yeah. Just without you guys, I wouldn't be here talking about it now again, 13 years later like you just keep it alive and it's and we're all I don't I can't speak for everyone but I'm super grateful for that and I'm sure everyone else is as well no matter what the actors are doing now I think everyone remembers their time on Waterloo Road because it was such a incredible family experience so we love you <laughs> yeah well, well we'll never forget the Moors no <laughs> and, and if you don't mind me saying that was a very worldly answer <laughs> grown i've grown since then i've become more worldly now well thank you so much for your time anna it's been lovely to talk to you thank you you too